0: Hey, guys, y'all have heard me talk about DraftKings before because, look, they're the leader in daily fantasy sports and how Payday can come to you every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes that are up for grabs. You just make a lineup on DraftKings. It adds a little excitement to your night. It's simple. You can pick whatever sport you want. Draft that lineup. Feel the sweat like never before. Every moment will mean something to you. And, look, DraftKings has paid out $7 billion to users across all sports as is. They're the leader in daily fantasy. There's no better place to go. You get in and all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code TBPN and new users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code TBPN to get your free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, New Orleans, Pelicans fans. Welcome back to the Protecting Nest Podcast. Some unfiltered dunks with you guy Chris Dotson over at Forbes Sports covering the Pelicans and Saints over at Music, Movies, and Hoops covering the rest of the NBA and a little bit of the rest of the culture. We've done some stuff with Coach Rory and Coach Dumas and their open runs, stuff on local musicians, done a whole bunch over at Music, Movies, and Hoops. And like I said, the archive for the Pelicans and Saints is over at Forbes.com. Check it out on Forbes Sports. Today we're talking about Willie Green because everybody's talking about Willie Green. Where is Willie Green? When is Willie Green? How? I mean, everything about Willie Green. That's what's today about because everybody's expecting him to be named the head coach. Fletcher Mackle, Christian Clark's been on it. Uh, lie, I, I kind of fell off of it once. Jock Vaughn stepped off because I thought he was going to be the man. But a lot of research on Willie Green shows that he's going to be a very good option for this team. And he's going to be worth more than this team once we examine Willie Green's, you know, contract negotiations and everything else and where he stands in the league. He's going to be worth more than just a few millions to the New Orleans Pelicans. And that's just one of many reasons why they they can't really shortchange him. They can't go frugal. They can't, they can't look to cut their losses and hedge bets because, you know, they're still paying Gentry and Van Gundy and all that. They can't do that with Willie Green. And here's the first thing I've noticed about Willie Green is that I always call him Willie Green. Sort of like the Joe Rogan podcast, and you got Joey Diaz. He's going to call everybody by that first and last name. There's a lot of people. I mean, I go by Dodson. I go by just my last name by pretty much everybody. Why do I feel like I'm always going to have to say Willie Green when I'm talking about Willie Green? You can't say Willie. If you say Green, I mean, there's a lot of Greens out here. Eventually, they'll catch off for the Pelicans, but that was just a fun little note that every time I talk and start looking, I can't even we- read Willie green without saying Willie green. I see his last name. I still see Willie in my head. So it's going to be fun to play around with that a little bit. But look, Willie green has spent the last few weeks winning over the new Orleans Pelicans in coaching interviews. He's been chasing the NBA finals championship ring and still got time to focus on that and also focus on the coaching, you know, the, the interview process. And, no, I don't think the Suns lost the last two games because this has been a distraction. Y'all stop that nonsense. I also don't think that if the Bucks win, they're going to go from Willie Green to Charles Lee. Y'all stop that nonsense. Daddy, come on. Look, multiple resources are reporting Green's the overwhelming favorite to be hired as the next head coach in New Orleans. And the last order of business for him and the Pelicans is finalizing the contract details. And considering the coaching situations and the pressures of coaching Zion Williamson, these next few years, Green's worth an above-average salary to the Pelicans, even as a first-time head coach. Look, most coaching salaries in the NBA—they're not always disclosed. Most fall within the two to five million-dollar range. Alvin Gentry was bringing in like three point five. Stan Van Gundy—he signed a four-year, five million-dollar deal. He got four million for coaching a year, so there was fifteen million left. You hope that they split the difference, but we'll never get those numbers out and Van Gundy still probably got out of here one year over $10 million with, with the buyout and his actual salary. That That's crazy. We have to get some value, but look, Van Gundy, he had a better record. He had an NBA a Finals appearance on his resume. He could come in and demand more money than Alvin Gentry, especially with the way that Alvin Gentry left and the roster that was being left behind. Look, and getting to the NBA Finals, taking on a Additional executive duties. They could earn somebody a bump up to like Nick Nurse getting six million. Doc Rivers at eight. Greg Popovich at eleven. You can get Nick Nurse Doc Rivers Greg Popovich money. Go for it. But it's gonna come with a lot of expectation. You either gotta get to the finals or convince somebody that that you you I mean, if you're cooking in the kitchen, you get to buy the groceries, that old adage from, from Rex Ryan over in the football world. But it still applies here for basketball. And our new coach is gonna have to deal with that especially with uh, looking at how Stan Van Gundy's described the job now that he's left and said, you know, maybe the front office is a little bit too meddlesome. They wanted to help with the development and how to even pick out rotations. So that'll all be something for the new coach to deal with at the front office, and they'll talk about in the interview process. I think this front office will have a lot better idea on who they're working with and how it's going to work going into this year as opposed to last year. Look, Stan Van Gundy was hired late. He was a older coach, for better or worse. It was already kind of set in his ways and his ideas. Willie Green's not going to be that. But, look, cont- keeping our focus, contractually and can- career-wise, the money matters more than the years in many ways for Willie Green's contract, for the ownership, for front office, and for Willie Green. Look, Green knows extra years on the contract's not real job security. Not when the last coach didn't even make it a full year. The front office has to show a real commitment in this hire, and ownership will soon be paying a luxury tax if they want to keep a contender around Zion Williamson. So what's an extra mil or two to make sure that Zion and this team has the right coach? The team cannot appear too timid. uh, They can't appear too unsure in this hire, and they can't appear too frugal going forward. Not to claim that's going to be the case, but this front office has been heavily scrutinized lately. J.J. Reddick and Van Gundy's comments, they've left, after they left New Orleans, they've done some damage. Your mileage may vary on how much damage. Some people believe that J.J. Redick and his agents will never do business again with New Orleans, never bring another player down here. I don't think that's the case. But I also don't think that, especially Van Gundy's comments after he left, uh, I don't think that they were not doing any damage. Somebody heard that and is going to think twice about coming to New Orleans. So look, if Green is the guy... You put all the chips in the middle and you stand by the decision. It may be the last decision, the last coaching hire ever for David Griffin. This is a career-defining offseason for him, career-defining 18 months. We've gone over that. He had the Anthony Davis in the Drew Holiday trades. And now he 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 was kind of stuck with Gentry a little bit. He he stuck himself with Van Gundy, and then he got himself unstuck from that situation in one way, but he's also got a he's gotta really stick the landing on this coaching hire because I don't think he gets another one in New Orleans past this. I mean, if all goes well with Green and the Pelicans make a deep playoff run in the next couple years, everybody's going to be signing much-deserved contract extensions anyway. If not, look, give Green a three-year deal, give him a little bit extra money, and then if nothing else, the next new front office, they won't get saddled with the old regime's head coach. Stan Van Gundy, uh, I'm sorry, David Griffin knows how that feels. I'm sure he would. You know, if he's going down in flames and the Pelicans didn't really do what he thought, his career won't be looked at as a Hall of Fame legacy. He'll at least want to be looked at as respectful to the next man. And look, the the David Griffin-led front office has seemingly been answering questions about the coaching job since he was hired years ago. Gentry, end of his deal. He was seemingly spared for a season because he was the face of the team when Anthony Davis forced his way out of town. He he really handed himself a class. He really endeared himself to ownership. After landing Zion and getting so lucky like that, after the sweep of Portland and then the next season and then getting Zion, you kind of had to give Gentry a chance, especially with the way David Griffith come in. His last stop was kind of dominated by LeBron. And, and, And to say he had to gravitas to come in and make sweeping changes when Gentry, again, was such an affable person, even the local media loved him. Gentry took the local media out to eat after we basically got him fired. Losing streaks didn't help much. The rotate, there's a lot of stuff Gentry could have helped himself, you know, winning ball games cures all ills. But the man was liked. Stan Van Gundy, he was liked, but in a certain way. It was more of a professional, like a respect, like not a I'm trying to go have a beer with you and stuff like that. I can't really get into it because, hey, I never had a beer with a man. But what can you do? What can you do? But Look, the next opportunity, it's been weeks since Van Gundy left New Orleans. The next opportunity for this team, the Pelicans, to sh- give a show of strength, a show of unity, a show that this culture is still strong and the championship culture that will sustain itself after Griffin leaves that he's talked about since his introductory pest conference. The next opportunity for that, that big show is giving Green – Uh, uh, the proper introductory press conference and the proper contract. Because look, a bottom five contract for a top 10 job, that would be sending mixed signals. And Green is, there's no mixed signals here. He's well prepared for the job. He was on the bench for multiple title runs with Golden State. He took on more responsibility when come on the Phoenix Suns under Monty Williams. And again, he finds himself in the NBA Finals. He deals a lot with the lead guards. He deals a lot with the defense. So he's dealt with a lot of, the death lineup in Golden State with Draymond and running a kind of an undersized defense that was still able to switch all the way around. He's helped Phoenix bring their defense from the bottom half to like the top 10 uh, in defense. Guard play. He's got the respect of Steph Curry and Chris Paul. So Lonzo Ball, if he sticks around, he better listen. But the most important thing about Willie Green and his coaching ascent from 2000s, mid-2000s being a second-round draft pick, and most of those don't even hang around the league, much less get 12, 13 years in the league, and then parlay that into uh, not only a coaching job, but a coaching career path and trajectory that's going to take him to the to the mountaintop, really. There's only 30 of them jobs, and he's going to have one. The reason he did that is he stayed true to his core coaching philosophies, the one that's not drawn on the clipboard. It's the, that approach that's the main reasons why New Orleans wants to hire him in the first place. He's a people person. Look, Steve Kerr come out and complimented him in 2016 and said Green's going to be a star, he's a future head coach. He got a way about it. He's got a combination of confidence that comes with having played in the league, but also a humility that comes with being a role player and having bounced around a little bit. He understands how the league works from the top of the roster to the bottom. Green has put up, you know, 20-30 points in a game. He's actually led a game as the offensive star. He wasn't going to do it for a season. But having just lived in that life, played that role for a minute, he can at least relate to these players in a way that, frankly, Gentry and Stan Van Gundy couldn't do it. And Green explained, the best coaches aren't always the ones to talk about X's and O's. It's doing things from a place of love. People feel that. And if he can develop, he said, if he can develop a relationship with the players, coaches, front-off members, he can be critical, quote, but out of love, and then they receive it better. Yeah, this quote would be taken out of context if you tried to contrast it directly against what Stan Van Gundy said. But he was a lot of disciplinarian, but not a lot of love, it seems like. It wasn't a lot of coddling this young team, which you can't expect Stan Van Gundy to coddle him, but you got to at least expect him to try and relate to him. And that's something Willie Green is going to do a lot better, is relate with these players. Get this locker room in a way that they're going to fight for each other no matter what. And part of, part of backing up Green and giving him the show of support he needs is giving him a proper contract. That's the best place to start, especially, again, with all this praise for Green throughout the league. Chris Paul said Willie Green is the head coach. He's going to be the most humble and prepared coach you ever see in your life. New Orleans has got to be able to – got to be prepared to pay for that level of commitment to the job. Some coaches overlook that aspect of the position. It may only be a three-year deal initially, but Green should be able to net $10 million in his return to a New Orleans as a coach instead of a player. He only played for the city for a season, but the front office is hoping Willie Green is a slam dunk hire. He's a success. He's going to be sticking around for the rest of the 2020s decade, maybe into the 2030s. And he's going to help fill the trophy case. The universal praise for Green also gives New Orleans one extra reason to maybe add that fourth, fifth year. Uh, option to his coaching contract and pair it with an above-average salary up front. New Orleans has lost several star players over the years. Baron Davis, Chris Paul, Tyson Chandler, David West, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday. They cannot afford to lose an up-and-coming coach. Willie Green's only 39 years old. They can't afford to lose an up-and-coming coach as well. He's a star. This is just another piece of the evidence pointing to Green already being worth more than a few million dollars to the New Orleans Pelicans. Think about the cost of having to replace him should he shine in New Orleans but get a better offer after the end of three years when Zion's going on his second deal. We'll be in the middle of the BI contract. That, that That's not the kind of upheaval you would want. And I don't think it would happen. I mean, if they're really doing well, Willie Green would see that he's probably in one of the best situations in the league, if Bi and Zion are leading him to the playoffs consistently, helping him win a... look at maybe incentives to the contract. Put it in where you get an extra seven hundred fifty thousand if you win a first round playoff series. Maybe get a uh, one point five million if you win two series. If you win three series, you get three million. If you win four series, you're an NBA champion. Here's a blank check. Write your next your next contract. That that. That's the best case scenario. Yeah, worst case scenario, you sign them to a three year deer and everybody's gone in three years. That's the best you best you can do is, is is be real with yourself. Everybody's hired to get fired in this league and there's only one champion at the end, no matter how good a season you had. No matter how much development and coming together and how much every team feels like it, you know, maybe some didn't feel the progress. You're looking at Brooklyn, but you got others like New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. They feel like they had a championship season even though they're not winning the championship. They feel like they're on the right path. So if the Pelicans can get to that place, it'll be all right. It'll be everything else will fall into place. It'll be all right. But look, the NBA draft's almost here. Free agency period's almost here. By hiring Willie Green, New Orleans can this, – this is a big one. This is a big one. This is worth means. By hiring Willie Green, New Orleans can finally get over the past few years and get to work – On the coming 2021-2022 season. And that feeling of unburdened relief. Is priceless to an upstart organization. Like the New Orleans Pelicans. To a front office that's been somewhat under fire. Like David Griffith, Trajan Lang and Swing Cash. Look it's hard to quantify all of this in a contract negotiation. But the New Orleans Pelicans have many reasons. Many reasons to value Green. Mr. Willie Green. At a wage level above the first time head coaching floor. You've got to give him better than a bottom five contract. He's earned it. It's not like you're in somebody who's been on a, a bench for a mediocre team, a lottery team, someone that showed promise, but hadn't really been to the promised land. Willie green has been to the promised land. He's already back. He back. He got. By the time he gets to new Orleans, most of his fan might be filled up with championship rings already. If he has three rings, Give him a million dollars for every ring. The two in Golden State, the one in Phoenix. And you've literally paid him for his resume. You don't have to think you're overdoing it. You give him some incentives so he can maybe exceed. You know, look, if he's in the NBA Finals with the Pelicans in two years, looking at price of living and standard increases in contracts, he might be getting paid more than Monty Williams. So let's hope he can turn into that. We had money here. We know what we lost. We know why he had to leave because things wasn't just working out. And it, sometimes the time, place, and it just—it just don't quite fit. But this Willie Green hire, it feels like it fits. Feels like we can get him into a contract that's not crippling, one that ownership will definitely sign off on, one that that he'll definitely want to sign. Look, he wants to be here. New Orleans wants him. Let's make it as easy as possible. Give this man what he's worth. Get a man what he's worth. And we can announce a new coach by this time next week. By next next Tuesday, Wednesday, we should already have Willie Green on the plane landing by this time. Again, this is being recorded on Thursday. I think by next Thursday, we're having an introductory press press conference. The week after that, you got the Saints starting training camp in free agency. Uh, Not free agency, training camp. Then the NBA is going to get into its draft and free agency period, and we're really going to have some fun. But we really we got to have a head coach in place for that. I believe we will. It's not going to be, hey, the draft is two days away and we still don't have a coach. That's not happening. Ask me. I'm putting money on by next Thursday. Willie Green is somewhere around the Smoothie King Center, either getting ready for his media day or having put it behind him on a Wednesday, and next Thursday is the first full day of work getting in the gym, getting with the coaches, getting the game plan together, getting the getting the game plan ready for summer league because they're going to have, I don't think we'll have the draft pick at 10. I think we're going to trade it, but they're still going to be taking some players. D.D. Silva, Jackson Hayes, they're picking up a few more guys. There's going to need to be a plan in place from then on. And getting Willie Green in now helps them get ahead of that. So, hey, guys, thank you all for tuning in. If you can step over, give us a five-star review. I don't I don't I don't really remember to ask that too many times, but if you could just give us a follow, give us a review. I'm gonna try and bring you some more stuff, trying to bring more podcasts per week and a different flavor. We've got coaches coming on. We just had Kickstradamas coming on. Some days you just hear me. And then other days we're gonna bring in other Pelicans writers and other writers around the league as we ramp up for, for my trip to Vegas. And I can't wait to get back out there. I can't wait to get back to Summer League. It'll only be my second time to Summer League. Obviously, we, we we had it canceled last year. And, yeah, like I say, I ask y'all for five-star reviews. And I ask the good Lord, please do not put another earthquake in Vegas while I'm in that building. First time ever. We're really trying to do it again. But I am trying to do this podcast again. So, hey, y'all come back tomorrow. We'll have some more stuff. We might have some more Willie Green news. We're going to do a draft board. Uh, even though I don't think the, the team will take the pick. We're going to do a top, I got a top 20 list of free agents, and we're going to go from there. We're going to have some fun with this. We're going to ramp it up during the summer, and we're looking at at going into what might be the best stretch and most promising stretch of Pelicans basketball ever. We'll finally have a coach and a roster and a front office that all seems in line, young, motivated, engaged, and ready to win for this city. So, hey, y'all, I'm going to try and keep winning for the city. Y'all keep winning for me, too. Appreciate you. Y'all have a good weekend. And remember, protect your nest.